Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up. And that's going to help the skin to look more glowing, but the main reason we're doing this from the point of view of avoiding Botox or finding an alternative to Botox is to keep that procerus muscle relaxed. So exactly the same as if you're injecting it with the Botox, it will relax the muscle. So therefore you wouldn't see those lines. We can do that naturally. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world-leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hi, how are you doing today? In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about ways that you can smooth the face without Botox or without any injectables, to be honest. And I want to start this episode by just telling you that actually I've got nothing against Botox. I don't have Botox myself or fillers or anything invasive, but I'm completely non-judgmental about this. I'm such a believer that each person should just do what is right for them. And as long as you're fully informed on the risks of doing things like this, then I say it's completely up to you whether you do it. So even if you've had Botox, this is still a really great episode for you. So just don't be put off by that. And also know that I'm completely happy for anybody to do what they want to do and never ever judge that. And I am completely pro-choice. But this episode is really just going to give you some ways that you can smooth the skin without going down that route if you feel that that's right for you. And if you have had Botox and you'd like to do face yoga alongside it, that's also completely fine. What I do recommend is you check with your doctor or your practitioner that administered the Botox and just check how long you have to wait before you massage and exercise the face. Usually it's a minimum of two weeks after you have had Botox or fillers, but this really does vary depending on how much you've had, where you have had it, any skin or medical conditions. So always please just err on the side of caution and check with your doctor or practitioner first. So let's get into the episode and start talking about these five ways that you can help your skin to look smoother, glowing, have less lines and wrinkles and just look really great for your age. Now, the first way is learning to relax the face. A big, big reason why people go and have Botox or fillers or any invasive treatments on their skin is because of repetitive expression lines that have built up and therefore cause deep set lines and wrinkles. So the reason that we have our facial muscles is to allow us to make facial expressions. What we do tend to do is get in the habit, however, of over 
overusing certain muscles for expressions and not using other ones. So the most common area to have Botox is the forehead and the area between the eyebrows. And the reason this is the most popular area is because we tend to over raise our eyebrows when we're expressing. So when we're talking day to day, we raise our eyebrows to make a point, to show our expressions, to show our feelings. And this causes those horizontal lines. Now, what you need to do instead of that is start to use your eye muscles more. Now we have a big muscle that runs all the way around the eye area. It's called the orbicularis oculi muscle. And over time, this muscle tends to get quite weak, quite tired, and it's actually a really underused muscle. What we want to do is get in the habit of using that muscle to express a little bit more. When we want to make a point, we want to open our eyes wide. When we're excited, we want to open our eyes. When we want to look up and down and side to side. We don't want to just turn our head to one way or the other way. You actually just want to try and move your eyes to look one side as well as moving your head. We get really, really lazy and tend to just move our head and our body rather than use our eyes to the full capacity. Now, if we did that, the muscles inside the eye, as well as this muscle surrounding the eye, the orbicularis oculi muscle, would maintain its strength. And what we would also do, we would start to keep the area on the forehead much, much smoother. So there's a big muscle that runs across the forehead and that's called the frontalis muscle. So if you want to get the results of Botox without going down to the Botox route, I'm going to show you how to do that. So what you want to do is just look in a mirror now, then take a hand and just gently place it over your forehead. Then just open your eyes as wide as you possibly can. Now, as you open your eyes really wide there, notice what happens. Are your eyebrows trying to move upwards? Are any lines being created along the forehead area? Or are you able to fully open your eyes with keeping your forehead still? If you can, that's great. And you're already 95% there to keeping that area really smooth in day-to-day -day life. If you find that your eyebrows are raising up straight away, you need to get in the habit of retraining the forehead. So this exercise is great to do. Every day, just place that hand onto the forehead, open the eyes wide, look in a mirror, focus on a point in front of you and keep the forehead as still as possible. So use as much pressure as you need to as you just bring the hand on the forehead. You can press down as much as you need to, as long as it's not painful, obviously, and keep widening those eyes. Blink when you need to, but it's a great exercise to just try and train the face to say, hey, use those eyes a little bit more, but keep that forehead still. You don't need to to inject the muscles to relax them with Botox. You can just do it so naturally. It does take a bit of dedication. And I would say you need to be practicing that a few times a day, that keeping the forehead still and trying to widen the eyes. And the other thing you can do whilst you're there, always a separate technique, is again, just place the hand onto the forehead and just start looking up and down. So just looking all the way up towards the ceiling and then all the way down towards the floor. And again, notice what happens. Are your eyebrows trying to move upwards as you look up? Have you trained your face so that when every time you want to look upwards, you're either just moving your whole head or you're raising your eyebrows? 
If you have, it's never too late to retrain your face. So what you want to do is start to build that muscle memory. Try and tell your forehead, stay really still whilst I look up with my eyes. Try and tell your head to stay still whilst you look up. That's an unusual sort of feeling as well, because when someone says look up, we instantly bring our head back. Nothing wrong with that at all. But we do need to keep those eye muscles working as they become so weak. They become a little bit lazy. And over time, this is going to mean that we're going to lose so much muscle tone in that area, which can mean the area around the eyes can become a little bit droopy. So you're just looking up and down. You can do that for about one minute per day. You can even go side to side as well. And again, just notice what happens with the forehead area. So that's the best retraining exercise I can say to do. Now, the area between the eyebrows is also a really common area for people to get Botox on. Again, because we tend to overexpress with that area. We pull the eyebrows in often when we're concentrating, when we're worried about something, when we're sad about something, when we're thinking. Sometimes it can be so ingrained in us to pull that area between the eyebrows. We hold it like that even when we're just walking around, even when we're sat at our desks all day, we can just keep pulling that area in. And over time, as we tend to lose a bit of natural muscle tone, as the collagen and elastin starts to decline, so there's plumping agents in the skin, those lines become deep set lines and wrinkles. So we really do want to try and train that muscle. It's called the procerus muscle. It's a muscle between the eyebrows. It sort of moves upwards and then fans out into the forehead area. And we want to train it to keep as still as possible in day-to-day -day life. So how do you do that? So this is what you do. You take your index finger and you just start stroking up between the eyebrows. So you can just do it with the one finger or you can do one finger, then the other. It becomes a little bit more of a relaxing massage there. And if you look in a mirror whilst you do this quite quickly, you will start to see a little bit of pinkness in the skin, which is a great indication that you're really boosting the blood flow to that area. That's going to help to feed the skin, to nourish the skin, and that's going to help the skin to look more glowing. But the main reason we're doing this from the point of view of avoiding Botox or finding an alternative to Botox is to keep that procerus muscle relaxed. So exactly the same as if you're injecting it with the Botox, it will relax the muscle. So therefore you wouldn't see those lines. We can do that naturally. So that massage, if you do it for about one minute per day, you can do it a couple of times a day. It's going to really help just to relax that muscle. Then be really aware in day-to-day -day life. So I think it's really good, if you can, just to have a little hand mirror on you. Maybe if you sit at desk for long periods of time, have a little mirror on the desk and just glance at your skin. Notice what's happening. The more you know your face, the better results you'll get from face yoga and the better you can do that prevention work as well as that cure work. So looking in a mirror, however difficult that sometimes feels, however uncomfortable it might feel to have a mirror nearby, Whatever you're doing, whether you're at your desk, whether you're running around all day and you just have one in your bag with you, whatever it might be, I know it might feel a little bit strange to be getting out a mirror and having a look what your face does. But I promise you in the long term, it will really pay off doing this. And any time you start to see any little lines created between the eyebrows, maybe they're current lines that you've got that are looking a little bit deeper or maybe they're looking a little bit red and that 
that's often an indication that you've just pulled that error in very recently. If when your face is relaxed, you don't have any lines there, but you notice that when you look in the mirror throughout points in the day, little lines are starting to be created. Again, it's important to do this relaxation. So that stroking up between the eyebrows is really, really helpful. You can do a really lovely exercise from my book as well, which is placing one index finger just on the inner corner of the eyebrow one side, and then just taking your middle finger onto the other side and just gently pressing in into the skin slightly, sort of stretching it a little, little bit, but more thinking about relaxing down into the muscle and releasing tension that might be built up from that muscle. And you can just hold it there for about sort of 15, 20 seconds. You can release and you can take that again. And again, you can do this for about one minute per day. And you can do that a couple of times throughout the day if you find that you've got a lot of lines between that area. So that sort of massage techniques, but that awareness of that area makes a huge difference. So just think when it comes to the forehead, the area between the eyebrows and the big muscle across the forehead, the key is relaxation. You want to try and use your eye muscles as much as you can in terms of when you want to look up and down, side to side or forward. You want to try and avoid pulling the skin around the eye area as well. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that when I come to point four. So I just wanted to take a very quick pause from today's podcast talking about five ways to smooth the skin without Botox and tell you a little bit about the distance learning option on our teacher training program. So we run an accredited teacher training program in the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. This teacher training program has been running for a decade now and it's a fully accredited by the International College of Holistic Medicine and the Register of Exercise Professionals. It's a full qualification that enables you to teach face yoga to groups or individuals anywhere in the world. Now, our most popular option is distance learning. This means you get to spend as long as you want studying the techniques. You get to go through each of the techniques, how to use them. You get a video for each one. You learn lots about how to teach face yoga to groups and to individuals, how to use face yoga as a business, and a lot about anatomy and physiology as well. It's lovely because it means you can just fit it into your lifestyle. You can sit at home, enjoy the techniques, learn them as quickly as you like or take as long as you need to. There's no time pressure at all. When you've completed your home study, you do a written assignment, which you email through to your trainer. So you can choose to have one of our super trainers or you can choose to have me as your trainer. You get exactly the same qualification, whoever you choose. Then you speak to your trainer and decide on a time to do your Skype call. Your Skype call will be around 30 minutes and you do a practical assignment in this time. So you put together a mini version of a 90 minute class. It would take you about 10 minutes to teach and this is marked. And then you have the rest of the time on Skype with your trainer or with me to ask any questions and chat about anything. You also get full support throughout should you have any questions. And also you're not left alone afterwards. You become part of our face yoga family. So you know that you've got me and your trainer if you have any questions or any concerns and you also get listed as a qualified teacher on faceyogaexpert.com. So if you'd like more information about face yoga, you can just head to faceyogaexpert.com, click teacher training and it'll give you all the information on there. So let's get back to this week's episode. So our second point today is about self-care and food. 
Now, what I want to do today is just read a little bit from my book for you. I feel like this is going to give you the best understanding and the best background about how what we eat and how we look after ourselves makes a huge difference to smoothing the skin and how this is linked to being able to find alternative to Botox. So let me read this to you and then I'll explain a little bit how it can be a great alternative to those injectables. So this chapter is called Beauty Lies Within. And it says, exercise, massage, acupressure and relaxation are all incredibly important. But in order to get the aesthetic results you want, your lifestyle, including the food you eat, your self-care routine and what is happening in the mind and body plays a major role. And then the next section is called You Are What You Eat. What you eat is as important for your skin as your daily face yoga techniques. A healthy lifestyle can make the difference between glowing skin and dull, unhealthy skin. Moving towards eating more healthy, natural foods and starting to reduce the unhealthy ones can support your goal of looking and feeling the best version of you. Foods to avoid. Refined sugar, alcohol and caffeine have been proven to age the face and can have negative effects on health overall. It's important to reduce fried, refined and processed foods. We are all completely different and for one person, foods like dairy, gluten and meat might not be beneficial for the skin or overall health. And for another person, they may be able to tolerate small amounts as part of a healthy, balanced diet. Don't cut out whole food groups without consulting a medical professional. And if you do decide that certain foods don't feed your skin, find another food that can contain the nutrients you may be missing quench your skin. In order to support your face yoga routine, water is key. Water has so many benefits such as aiding lymphatic drainage and circulation, which helps promote clearer and smoother skin. Water quenches dehydrated skin, which means the skin is less dry and lines and wrinkles are therefore less apparent. In the morning, fill up bottles with two to three litres of water and drink throughout the day so you can measure how much you're having. The body better retains water when you sip it gradually rather than drinking huge amounts in one sitting. Food heroes. Listed on the following pages are nourishing foods that can give you healthy glowing skin and support your face yoga and your health in general. Incorporate a few of these foods in your diet and your beauty regime every day for vibrant skin that is nourished inside and out. And then I go on to explaining about different foods which are very good for helping with skin hydration, foods that are very good for helping with skin lifting, foods that are great for helping with glowing skin and foods that are really good for helping cleanse and detox the skin. So really, really helpful information in the book. If you do want to know a little bit more about how food can help the skin, what to eat, what not to eat, I definitely recommend you get a copy of my book, which is Danielle Collins Face Yoga. And it's there for you to have as a reference. You can just have it in your kitchen or somewhere that's really accessible in your house. And you can just refer to it and eat those right foods to really nourish the skin. Now, because those things like the sugar, the caffeine, the alcohol break down the collagen and elastin in the skin, it tends to mean that those repeated expressions we're doing day in, day out, tend to etch in the skin even more so. When we don't have those proteins in the skin that provide the bounce, the plumpness, the firmness, then we find that those lines become deeper much, much quicker. So it really is important to look at eating the right foods, to cut out or cut down certain foods and to make sure we're drinking lots of water as well.
And obviously self-care is a huge, huge part of this too. And in my book, I tell you about how to take some more time to love yourself, to speak to yourself in a more positive way, to focus more on the things that you really do like and then in turn love about yourself. And this is such an important part of your face yoga routine. So it's really going to help you do something that Botox would never do, which is really work on your mind. The more you can do things like the affirmations, the breathing techniques, the visualization, all of these techniques that I teach you how to do in my book, the better you're going to feel in the mind and the better you feel in your mind the better your skin will look as well so those areas of the face where you hold a lot of tension and where you may be tempted to have botox or where you have had botox will be smoother because you won't be holding those stress-related expressions for long periods of time so in the book i also talk about deep breathing now deep breathing to me is probably the most important well-being technique there is So if you don't know how to do deep breathing, it's about breathing in through the nose and letting the abdomen rise and breathing out through the nose and letting the abdomen lower. There's so many different types of deep breathing and that's just one way to do it. But whichever one you're choosing to do, try and make the exhalation longer than the inhalation, keep it slow and try and keep as focused on it as possible. And visualization I talk about in the book. So this is something which really is going to help your skin. And if you're closing your eyes and you're thinking about your forehead, let's say, as smooth, as glowing, as really relaxed, as healthy and as really young and vibrant, that's how it will be in time. And this will really complement all your hard work with that retraining of the forehead. So if you can try and do visualisation, it's such a simple thing to do. If you want to learn more about it, you can just go to page 154 in my book. But I'd really say just simply by closing your eyes, seeing your face the way you want it is going to make such a big difference. In the book, I also talk about good posture. Now, again, lines and wrinkles are created with those repeated expressions and often repeated expressions linked to stress. Now, stress often comes when our body feels tight and tense. If we can try and relax our shoulders, lengthen up our spine, almost think about a string, an imaginary string going from the top of the head right up to the sky, pulling you upwards. This is going to help your breath. It's going to help your central nervous system and therefore your stress levels. It's going to stop you holding those stress-related expressions in your skin. So it makes a huge, huge difference. And still on this second point of self-care, of food, of looking after yourself from the inside out, sleep is incredibly important. Now, getting good quality sleep is going to help your skin massively. So sleeping seven to nine hours a night helps your skin look its very best. So visible signs you may notice from poor sleep are things like dark circles under the eyes, maybe your skin looks a little bit thinner, drier, maybe looser, and you might find that your face looks a little bit duller, maybe more blemishes and even more lines. On page 157 to 159 of the book, I give you lots of tips about how to sleep better. 
And yoga as well is incredibly important for the face. So we want to do that retraining of the forehead, that retraining of that area between the eyebrows in order to reduce having to get Botox in that area. But also if we're looking after our body, so we're doing regular yoga practice, this is going to help our face. So I'm just going to read you the beginning part of my book, which talks about body yoga. Now, I give you some examples of body yoga poses you can do, which are going to help to benefit the face in the book. So from page 161 onwards. But let me just read you the introduction to this. Yoga. So if you don't already do yoga, it would complement your face yoga practice really well, not only because of the direct benefits for the face, but also because of the health and well-being benefits for the mind and body, which indirectly benefit the face too. Before starting a yoga practice, you must listen to your body and never do anything which causes pain or discomfort. If you have any medical conditions, please check with your doctor before starting. The techniques on the following pages are not intended to be a step-by-step -step guide to practice, but instead an introduction on certain types of poses which can benefit you. For a full class, please visit an experienced and qualified teacher, or you can use one of my yoga apps or DVDs. I describe yoga as cleaning out the tension because after each practice, I feel such a shift in energy and a release of what no longer is serving me in my mind, my face and my body. And the moment I start any yoga practice, I feel a sense of being my true self. Whether you are new to yoga or an experienced practitioner, what I wish for you in your practice is the same. Peace, mindfulness and contentment. So this is how yoga can really help the face. And that sort of wraps up our second point of our five ways to smooth the skin without Botox. Our tip three is sun damage. And now if you're trying to make the skin smoother, more glowing, more youthful without Botox, then I would recommend that you wear an SPF on your skin every day. It's estimated that around 80% of our skin aging is down to sun damage. Now, if you've got that sun damage, breaking down the collagen elastin in the skin, you've got the natural loss of muscle tone and you've got those repeated stress-related expressions. All of that together means that the skin ages much faster than it should. So again, I'm going to be referring to a page in my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and this is page 34 where I talk a little bit about sunscreen. So if you take only one skincare tip from this book, make it this, always add a daily SPF to your face for your routine. This is absolutely key to preventing the harmful effects from the sun. The SPF should be SPF 30 or over. Despite the numbers making you think differently, there is a much bigger difference between SPF 15 and SPF 30 than 30 and 50. So it doesn't matter too much whether you go for 30, 40 or 50, just find a brand which suits you. Wear sunscreen every day regardless of the weather. The UVA rays which age the skin can penetrate cloud and glass so even when you're driving or sat near a window, wearing sunscreen is essential. A little note here on vitamin D and sun exposure. Our best source of vitamin D is the sun. So finding the balance between protection from both the burning and aging rays of the sun and getting your daily dose of vitamin D is tricky. 
From an ageing point of view, minimum sun exposure is our best bet when it comes to keeping the skin looking younger, but some exposure is needed for other aspects of our health. It's also worth remembering that you get some vitamin D from foods and vitamin D supplements, so there is a way to up your intake, but it should of course be taken with care. Foods rich in vitamin D are oily fish, eggs, some meats and cod liver oil. If you're plant-based, then mushrooms, which are stored by a sunny window, and vitamin D fortified milk or milk alternatives and fortified orange juice are options. Top tip, don't rely on an SPF in your serum, moisturiser or makeup. While these do provide a level of protection, they do not have the same level of protection as sunscreen. So wear SPF over your serum, moisturiser and under your makeup every single day. And then in the book, I go on to talk a little bit about what I tend to do to get my vitamin D. Now, I tend to wear the sunscreen and I use um, Green People SPF 30, which is not sponsored, by the way. It's just a product which I really like using. And I'll put that on my face and my neck and my hands every single day. And then during the summer months, because I'm in the UK, so usually between April and October, I'll try and allow a few other areas of my body to get a little bit of sun each day. So by doing that, I know I'm getting a dose of vitamin D. And I also take a vitamin D supplement because obviously in the UK, between between April and October, we often don't have sunny days every single day. So I really do find that I need to keep my vitamin D uptake. But be really aware of sun damage and how it can affect the skin. Now, particularly that very delicate area around the eyes, we really need to be careful to try and protect for that from the sun. So try and wear some sunglasses as well as your SPF. So that will make a huge difference to help smoothing your skin without Botox. So our point number four is is massage. Now, if you know my face yoga program, you'll know that massage is a huge, huge part of it. And let's talk about those areas which are most common for people to get Botox between the eyebrows and the forehead. So I already showed you one little massage for between the eyebrows. And the reason we were doing that earlier was to help relax the muscle. So therefore, we're not creating those lines and wrinkles. But you can also use massage to help boost the collagen elastin in the skin. You can help it to boost the circulation. You can help it for the lymphatic drainage to help with that detoxification process. So all of this is going to help the skin to look smoother. It's going to help it look more glowing. And that's really going to help to reduce any lines which are currently on your skin. So if you're listening to this and thinking, well, I already have a lot of lines on the forehead and between the eyebrows, please know it's never too late. You can still do your massage every single day. You can still retrain your face to help prevent any further lines. And the combination of the massage and the exercise are going to make a huge difference to help to eliminate and reduce lines that are already there. So let's just go straight on to our fifth point, which is the exercise. So the facial exercise, so a key part of the Daniel Collins Face Yoga Method. Now, as well as the forehead area, other areas which are common to get Botox are around the eyes and around the mouth area too. Even in the neck area, it's starting to become more common now. So again, it's focusing on relaxing tension in those areas and trying not to hold those stress-related expression lines for long periods of time. But also working with strengthening and toning the muscles under the skin makes a big difference too. 
So I usually recommend just one or two small exercises for the forehead area to keep those muscles strong. But generally, the forehead area and between the eyebrows, I recommend you more focus on the relaxation and massage. However, the area around the mouth, the more you can strengthen and tone those muscles, the better. I mean, this doesn't mean over-exercising, doing hours each day with it, but just a few key techniques, each one for around one minute per day, makes a massive difference. You'll be working with strengthening and toning the muscles underneath the skin and the skin attached to it is tightened and tautened and firm. So remember, if you do want to smooth the skin without Botox, you need to be incorporating strengthening and toning exercises. So I recommend that you use my book. You can go to the areas of the face that you want to focus on. So maybe it's the cheek area, go to the cheek section and focus on each of those one minute exercises. So let me just summarise what we've talked about in this podcast. So the five ways to smooth the skin without Botox. Number one is relax the face. Use a mirror, check in with your face regularly and use those retraining exercises so you express less with the forehead and more with the eyes. Number two is food, self-care and self-love. So trying to work from the inside out, knowing that real beauty starts within. So everything you're going to be consuming and everything you're going to be thinking is going to make a huge difference to your skin. So looking after yourself is as important as doing all of your face yoga techniques techniques. Number three is being aware of sun damage. Sun damage is a huge reason why our skin ages. And if you can start to reduce the sun damage in the skin, your skin is going to look a lot smoother without Botox. Number four is the massage. So massage techniques, boosting the circulation, helping the lymphatic drainage, relaxing any tension, boosting the collagen and the elastin. And just on that fourth point, actually, remembering that area around the eyes, which is so, so thin. So we've got to be extra delicate when we are massaging this area around the eyes. People tend to get Botox injections around the AI area, so you don't move those when you express. You need to express with your eyes, mostly by opening your eyes wide. Try not to over squint the eyes unless you're doing it with a resistance exercise. So just be super gentle with that eye area. And then number five is your facial exercise. So working with strengthening and toning those muscles underneath the skin so the skin attached is tightened, tautened and firmed. So there we are. There are your five techniques. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, please do leave a review. It means so much if you could do this. And even if you can just click the five stars, even without leaving a review, that would be great as well. Hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye-bye. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.